Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. There was a young man who was uh, on life support in the hospital for a short spell. He's okay now, but they attributed that to vaping. The first such incident of pulmonary disease or uh, the inherent problems affixed to vaping that we've seen in Canada, but they've had several in the U.S. of A., so I just wanted to put this into some kind of perspective or context, and helping me do that is the head of external affairs for Rotman's Benson and Hedges, Jeff Gollin. Jeff, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm great, John. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on because uh, a lot of misconceptions and uh, even confusion surrounding vaping. First and foremost, I mean, it was seen by many to be rather innocuous or the antidote to smoking cigarettes. Uh, but how do you see it? Is vaping a risk? Well, listen, as the parent of two teenage kids, I'm very concerned about what the implications could be here. But when we stand back, let's look at really what vaping is. You know, there's been innovations and breakthroughs in technology over the last decade that uh, have allowed for the creation of smoke-free alternatives, alternatives to cigarettes. And there's a growing body of scientific evidence around the world that is showing pretty unequivocally that these products are better than cigarettes. But we also have to acknowledge these products are not risk-free, and they're not intended for non-smokers, and they are certainly not intended for youth. So we've had these breakthroughs in technologies. The science is showing it is better for the population as a whole compared to smoking. But the rules in Canada simply haven't caught up. And I think it's time now for some tough rules to make sure that we protect youth and give smokers better alternatives. All right. So what kind of rules would you see put in place? Well, we've been calling for months now, and I think we're very supportive of what Health Canada is looking at, are, are things that really protect safety and standards and that reduce the access and the appeal of these products to kids. So things that, for example, uh, have tamper-proof containers. You know, a lot of what's been going on in the market is pretty unregulated. Kids create juice or buy juice, and there's not a lot of standards or regulations around that. And that's, that's a real safety concern. I mean, the early evidence out of the United States about those terribly unfortunate uh, you know, health impacts and those deaths of kids it's there, the evidence is there that these were products that were tampered with, either by the consumer or by the producer. So I think it really screams for some good regulations and standards around that. And we don't even have some labeling on these products in Canada that says this contains nicotine. Nicotine is addictive. Nicotine is not for youth. And these products really are not intended for new consumers. They are better alternatives smokers. So I think something on the packaging that even says simply that. We don't see ingredients on these. Um, We don't see reporting and um, testing of these products. So I think there's a whole range around the safety and standards that could really uh, be brought in by government, I think be supported by industry, so that these products, which are not risk-free, but can, if used as intended, be better alternatives to cigarettes, there's a place for them in society. All right. What you're saying, though, is uh, the marketing is maybe a little lax. Uh, In fact, that's one of the principal criticisms that this has really been uh, positioned to appeal to young people. And some of the 
naming, uh, including candy. That's supposed to attract youth. Uh, they give them all kinds of fancy names and titles. There's that. And uh, some people are saying, you know, you've got to limit the uh, visibility of these ads to youth, especially, uh, so they're not susceptible to being seduced by this. Would you agree with that much? Yeah, I do think there's a lot to that. There's a lot of merit to that. And and we do, and we would certainly support uh, restrictions and constraints on the promotion of these products. You know, you can walk into any convenience store and see a poster or a video display for these products. And, you know, they're, they're giving a different imp- impression of what these products are for. Um, when really what they are is an alternative to cigarettes for existing smokers. So I do think that there should be some constraints and restrictions and tougher rules around the advertising and promotion of it. Uh, certainly when we look at flavors, there, there needs to be some constraints around flavors. Because as you said, I mean, vaping is not candy. And, and you shouldn't be able to go in and, and select from a menu that looks like you're a Baskin and Robbins. You know, there, there is a role for flavors in these things to help adult smokers switch. They should not be flavors that appeal to kids. Well, do you think the government or the health authorities have done enough to alert the public to uh, maybe detrimental consequences? For example, on cigarette packaging, I don't need to remind you, you've got diseased gums and lungs and things like that, uh, whereas you don't have the same thing with a vaping product. No, like I said, you know, I mean, vaping products were really only permitted in Canada in the last two years. They've been around. And so technology is often way ahead of government policy and rules. So I think it's time for some bold action to catch up because there is a place for these products. And and some agencies, even as august as the the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, have said products of this nature, when used as intended, can actually be good for population, um, reducing the risk to public, public health across the board. But they are not for youth, and they are not to hook a new generation of nicotine consumers. So certainly there needs to be some bold action that improves the safety of these products, that improves the standards, that reduces the appeal of these things to kids, and, and reduces the access, not for adults who want to make a better choice, but reduces the access to kids. And, and maybe it's time for government to look at things that, that raise the price on these things, because that might be a way to make them a little less accessible. Again, with Jeff Gollin, he's the head of external affairs with Rothmans, Benson and Hedges. So when you say there is a place for these products, uh, not in India or Sweden, for example, uh, I guess India, they ruled against Juul and Philip Morris. They banned them in India two days back, didn't they? They did. And, you know, the rules are changing on this around the world every day. But, you know, what we're committed to is a smoke-free future. And it might surprise a lot of people that, you know, uh, one of the world's biggest tobacco companies has boldly declared that we want to get out of the cigarette business. You know, we say that we want to unsmoke Canada. And what we mean by that is a very simple message to people. If you don't smoke or don't vape, don't start. And if you do smoke or vape, then quit. But if you're not going to quit smoking, then you should switch to a better alternative. And for current adult smokers, vaping or heating of tobacco is a better alternative than smoking cigarettes. But that, that is a very, very defined uh, set of rules and a, a very different approach than what we're seeing today. We've, we've seen a bit of the Wild West with these new products, and I think it's time to bring in some smart rules. Amen to that. Apparently, the potency of the uh, product that was used by the young man in London who fell ill, seriously so, uh, that's being drawn into question, although the 
hospital administrator won't actually reveal the information about the brand used, uh, but they say he was using e-cigarettes at least daily, so uh, there's something to all of that. Listen, I appreciate your weighing in on the matter. Uh, we're going to follow this file closely and see if it's becoming a greater concern. Uh, it seems like there's at least an ominous note that's uh, been struck to by the uh, Minister of Health here, Christine Elliott, saying they're going to go to the hospitals now and keep data to track this. I'm sure you would support that, wouldn't you? Like I said, I think this is uh, an area where we need to see tougher rules by government. Uh, we think we need to avoid just knee-jerk reactions that uh, that uh, that some people might want to see, and I can understand why they'd want to do that. But but I think rules that protect kids, that make the product safer, that reduce the the ability to tamper or mess with these things, and things that really reduce the appeal of these to kids and take it out of the hands, whether it's you know, retail trade programs, working in partnership with retail outlets, more public awareness campaigns, or things like raising the price and reducing the, the array of flavors, things that would appeal to kids. There's work to be done, and there are leaders in industry who want to help. All right. Well, right now, it's the Wild West, as you said. Jeff, I appreciate you giving us some context to all of this. Thanks for your time. Thank you, John. You got it. Again, Jeff Gollin is the head of external affairs with Rothmans, Benson, and Hedges. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.